Welcome to another edition of The Tongue with Dr. Mike. Thank you for continuing on this journey with me. I want to tell you real quick, thetonguespeakslife.com. Make sure you are going there. We're on all the platforms, but if you go to that website, you can check out the latest ones that are out there. You can go and check out Cure International. Make sure you're checking out Cure. Uh, Very shortly, I'm going to do an interview with Cure. I'll be on that. More details to follow. Um, But look for that. You can donate right to The Tongue. You can donate right to Cure uh, from that website. Make sure you're going there. The Tongue Speaks Life Remember, the power of the tongue, life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? So we've been doing um, some books of the Bible. I'm going to do, like we're doing the read the Bible in a year. So I'm going to jump to Proverbs 16, right? So this, this verse is better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good. And whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. Words to live by, right? So if you're going to continue on reading the Bible in a year, Psalm 122, that's what you're going to want to read today. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 47. And you'll want to go to uh, 2 Samuel chapter 20, verses 14 and read read from there. Um, That'll get you on the path to get through this in one year, right? So... We're going to get back into this, right? So last week we did Revelation 1. Uh, A lot of questions coming in, and that's great, and we're going to continue on with that review. Probably when I call JB in, um, we'll continue that. I want to talk about June a little bit. Um, Nahum chapter chapter 1, verse 7, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. We're going to talk about June for a little bit, um, because June's a month of celebration, right? June brings uh, the beginning of summer, brings birthdays, brings graduation, and of course, uh, Father's Day is in there, right? Uh, every unique, every occasion in June is, is a unique time for celebrating something different, but it's all together, right? So you spend these times with the loving family, with your friends. You remember that your Heavenly Father loves you enough to give up His only Son, Jesus, just for you. And all the... the um, all the fathers that that listen to my podcast, imagine how difficult it would be to give up your child, right? Uh, we talked about this before, for a murderer, for a rapist, or someone who doesn't deserve to live. Would you exchange your child's life for those individuals that hate you? Uh, you, you can't begin to, to, to fathom God's love for you because it's without limits, it's without bounds, right? Hebrews chapter 12, endure hardship as discipline. God's treating you as sons. For what son is not disciplined by his father? This is uh, one of those verses that deals with long suffering and hardship. And we've talked about that, right? Uh, we talk about hard times and overwhelming circumstancing that, circumstances that everybody faces in their life. Do you ever say, why me, Lord? Why now? What have I done to deserve this? You realize that you're being treated as God's child, and everything that is being done in your life is shaping tomorrow's outline, right? You don't see it at the time. It does seem overwhelming, but your faith and the Holy Spirit will guide you through what you must do to endure. You're not given more than you can handle. Start looking at yourself as a stronger individual. No one can handle what you handle. It's meant for you by God to shape you. 
at times uh, it may be so that you can't relate and you can't help others uh, until later, right? So uh, other times you, you won't understand what it is until much, much later, years later. Um, does that time seem like a waste of time? Do you think that it's one thing after another, after another, and it never stops? Uh, we're, we're told to take happiness in your suffering. I, I know it's it's hard, but you thank God for your everyday things, right? Remember, you're being shown a number of things in the meantime that you don't really realize. You don't understand it now, but your endurance is shaping up for more things to come, right? We talked about the book of Romans, and that tells us that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. You rejoice in hope. You be patient in your tribulations. You have need of endurance so so much um, that when you have done the will of God, you have you can receive what is promised. God, God does not allow you to be tempted more than you can bear, um, and He always provides a way of escape from your tan, your temptation. Right, so you stand firm in the fact that yes, your hardship is not pleasant, but it's creating you something more valuable than you can imagine at your present time. Joshua 1 9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Right? Even if you think he's forgotten you and you are to be strong, you realize that this is not going to last forever. You realize your power and your worth, right? So we talked about, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world. We talked about the rise of Russia. Uh, we talked about technology for the mark of the beast, right? Uh, we talked about plans for one world government. We talked about uh, implants. Well, Ten years ago, we talked about Verichip and what that did. You know, the RFIDs that were implanted under a person's skin. Um, we talked about a lot of that stuff, and we're going to get back to that as we get into Revelation more because it all plays a part in, in what's going on, right? So Psalm 91 he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Um, it, it's hard to be thankful when we're suffering through things, right? And if you have your pen, uh, I want you to write the, these um, these verses down. First, First Timothy chapter four, verse four, Philippians four six, Psalms one hundred verse four, Psalms one forty seven verse seven, First Corinthians fifteen fifty six and fifty seven and jump back to Psalm 95, verse 2, right? So uh, for many of us, the year hasn't looked like what we planned for, right? You have to remember to be thankful for the current state of things in your life. Uh, it's easy to take for granted the little things, and we've talked about that over and over, you know, the things that were taken away, the things that um, you would miss if you were without, right? You thank, you'd be thankful that you have a roof over your head, you have food to eat, you have family and friends. We talked about all of that, right? First um, Thess Thessalonians 5 says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Being thankful is a day-to-day -day routine, right? It takes effort and commitment. It means being thankful in good times, but being thankful in hard times as well. It's easy to be thankful when everything's going your way. Like we said before, your bills are paid, your health is good, uh, all your needs are being met, right? We're instructed to be thankful at all times, even when it's difficult. You come to God with, you come before God with thanksgiving, uh, for He is the King above all kings, right? 
Thanksgiving causes glory to overflow. And just like 2 Corinthians says, we do not lose heart. Outwardly, we may be wasting away, but inwardly, we are being renewed every day. Being made rich in every way is a promise of God. Being generous on every occasion will result in thanksgiving to God. We give to God because He is good, He is love, He endures forever. Making the Lord your strength and your shield will enable your heart to trust in Him, and your heart will leap for joy and you will indeed be thankful. Psalm speaks of entering into God's gate with thanksgiving in your heart and into his courts with praise. You start to proclaim and you understand that this is the day the Lord has made and he will rejoice and you will rejoice for he will make you glad, right? First Thessalonians 5 says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. There is a peace that's offered to you in that. And the Bible says that's the peace that passes all understanding. It's hard to explain to anyone until you realize that for yourself. I want that. Everyone wants that, right? Remember, the Bible has survived a very long time. Good times. It's gone through good times. It's gone through bad times. It survived wars. It, it survived threats. It survived disasters, right? The promises that were written in that book are hold true to, uh, they still hold true today, right? They're not merely words. They're promises that will guide your life, and they hold secrets to understanding how to live right how to live your life, right? It's more like an instruction manual for overcoming uh, hardships and issues in life that, that, that are thrown at you constantly, right? So as you begin to discover and understand how powerful you are, uh, then nothing in the world can defeat you. Your joy will be full and you will be overwhelmingly thankful. The words in the Bible are alive. They're full of power. Uh, when, when, that, when that takes root deep down within you, you'll be moved by the power, right? You give thanks in everything. You'll not only be supplying the needs of others, uh, you'll also be expressing thanks to God. We talked about that too, right? John 15 says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I loved you. Greater love has no, uh, has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. Right? So Jesus explained in that passage that we're uh, not his servants, we're his friends. Right? Our friend did in fact lay down his life for us. Romans chapter 5 helps us understand that it's rare that anyone would die for a righteous man, right? Uh, yet some would possibly still die for a good man. So it's hard to believe that anyone would give their life up for a bad person or a sinner or a person of iniquity or somebody who works evil. But Christ did that for us, right? He did it for the good, but but also for the bad. That's unconditional love, and that's what we can't understand, right? Only God knows that love, and we are to draw near to God, uh, and He will draw near to you. Uh, it cleanse your hands, purify your hearts, take time to know God. Yeah, he died for you, right? Know that God. The Bible also gives instructions, and we talked about picking your friends, right? In Proverbs, First uh, Corinthians talks about it. It tells, um, it tells you know, do not be deceived. Com- bad company ruins good morals. We are also instructed how to be better friends, right? Luke does tells you that. Romans tells you that. Ephesians tells you that. Proverbs tell you tells you that, right? Um, Romans chapter 12, one, love one another with brotherly affection. 
uh, outdo one another in showing honor. We talked about that, right? A friend loves at all time and a brother's born for adversity. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future, right? That's in Proverbs. We talked about all this stuff. It's important that you hone in on these uh, key elements uh, that the Bible's teaching you because what's coming up and what uh, section of history we're at, um, it's going to be more relevant now um, than it's ever been, right? So um, Galatians chapter 5, for you have been called to live in freedom, uh, not freedom to satisfy your sinful nature, nature, but freedom to serve one another in love, right? So uh, as we get to uh, talking about more freedom and freedom in Christ. And we get to July, you know, and we talk about the freedoms in this nation that, that we enjoy. Um, it, we remind us, it, we're reminded of the, not only just the freedoms, but the struggles uh, and the victories that our, our nation's gone through, right? So we talk about uh, our, our country was founded on the results of those who struggled and fought for a better way of life for every person, right? Uh, sometimes we do take that for granted and, and the freedoms that we enjoy on a day-to-day basis. Um, but we are not to forget that everything that we enjoy today was brought about through somebody else's struggle, right? So uh, and let me go over to this. So for now, when we talk about freedom, we'll talk about that, like I said, more in July. Uh, just remember that freedom we hold dear in this country is unique and that not everyone shares in our blessings to come and go as they want, um, to come and go as they please, to live as they want, to, be, to believe as they want to believe, right? That's something that's, that's very special for us. Um, Psalm 72 says, He will rescue the poor when they cry to him. He will help the oppressed who have no one to defend them. He feels pity for the weak and the needy, and he will rescue them. He will save them from oppression and from violence, for their lives are precious to him. The Bible speaks many times about freedom in Christ. We have victory through Christ, and it's not only through being saved and becoming children of God. Freedom means true true freedom, meaning that the power of things over you in life has no power. Uh, Does becoming a Christian mean you will not have troubles and tribulations? No, absolutely not. It does not. It means that through these times, God is with you and Christ has already defeated the power of them over you. Once you begin to believe that, God promises and shows you a way out of your troubles and gives you the victory. However, it doesn't happen when you speak and give power to the negative thoughts and lies, right? Saying that you can never get past or, or through a difficult times. Uh, when you say that, you won't, you won't be able to do it. Uh, the power of the tongue is very mysterious. We talked about that. Just like the small rudder of a mighty ship, it's the rudder which determines which way the huge ship will go. You speak positive. Acknowledge that the victory is already won and that come what may, it's not going to defeat you. You will get through the struggle and come out on the other side stronger and wiser. Others will begin to look at you for answers and ask you, how are you able to get through such a hard time? And now you can show them through Christ, anxiety, depression, worry, doubt, all nailed to the cross, right? Christ has defeated the power of these things over you. Don't believe a lie that your problem is too big or no one understands how your situation is so difficult. Speak the word of life and watch as you grow stronger in faith and endurance. 
Pray this simple prayer. Father God, your word says that this world has trouble and depression and fears, but you command us to take courage and to understand that you have already defeated the power of these things over us in our lives. Help us understand that the true freedom in Christ is not that he loved us enough to die for us, but to also equip us with the ability to overcome it in this life. Normal things that bother us are no longer a struggle for me. I give full acknowledgement and receive the empowering spirit to combat these obstacles in my life. For only in you is there peace that passes all understanding. Let me remember that with men it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Thank you for loving me and giving me the strength and and, uh, let me encourage others. In Jesus' name, amen, right? 2 Corinthians chapter 3, your lives are a letter written in our hearts and everyone can read it and recognize your good works among you. Um, When you walk with Christ, you're instructed um, that we represent uh, our lives uh, in a certain manner, right? So you are a letter from Christ written with the spirit of the living God. Remember that actions speak louder than words and that every action is observed differently. What is written on paper is fine and well, but what is what is actually observed is the true manner and character of a person. Let others read the letter on your face. Second Corinthians chapter three, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed and broken. We are hunted down, but God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we will get up again and keep going. This life has troubles and obstacles, right? It's how we handle these setbacks that teach us and that teaches others about Christ. Start believing in the victory. You are above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. Second Corinthians 5.16 So we have stopped evaluating others by what the world thinks of them. Be careful not to judge, right? We are to realize that even though we don't think we are judging someone, at times we actually are. That's a real danger of becoming set in your own ways. Uh, and it's easy to look down on someone else for not choosing to handle things the way that you would have or what, or the manner in which you think they should have. This is like being a sheep surrounded by other animals in a wide area of grass, right? The sheep think they are better than the others because they're whiter than everyone else and more, uh, more pure. But when you look out in the field, all you see are other white sheep, right? All it takes for one evening, uh, all it takes is for in one day or one evening, snow to fall. And in the morning, the sheep will look and see how dirty and and against a pure, you see how dirty they actually are against a pure white blanket of snow, right? It's the same with judging. The Bible says all have sinned, all, period. There are no levels. Show your kindness to everyone. In In doing that, you fulfill the law of Christ by loving them when... Uh, even when they're mean to you, right? So Matthew 25 says, whatsoever you do to the least of my people, you do unto me. That's powerful. Um, enjoy time with your family and friends, right? Do it in a safe manner. Pray for traveling mercies for everyone going on vacation and for the times uh, that you'll share with them. Cherish those times together. Build each other up. Romans twelve fifteen says, rejoice with those who rejoice, rejoice mourn with those who mourn. Be there to strengthen and lift others up. Lean on others for support, right? You belong to a family, brothers and sisters in Christ. Family is all you need. Um, it's, it's time that you understand your full, your full value and your full, your full worth, you know? John 14 says, let not your heart be troubled. First Thessalonians 4 says, comfort one another. 
Romans 15, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Right? So we'll do a quick prayer, and I'm going to welcome JB in here, and we're going to talk about some good things, right? So, Father God, thank you for your loving mercy and care. Thank you that in your name, uh, all sickness, all all manner of of iniquity and everything your name is above all names it's above all that sickness it's above all powers in the universe at your command everything must obey father i pray for the brokenhearted the tired the lonely i know you already know their hearts and mind and minds but i ask for peace for them and understanding in these troubled times i ask for renewal of strength and power your word says that you will be their shelter in time of need and a refuge in time of trouble the times and the troubles are great so i pray for the power and the authority over every stronghold in your children's lives and we will give the glory to you for our victories your never-ending love and continued healing we remember that pain is at night but joy comes in the morning in christ's name amen Remember the promises from God, I will bless thee. Your reward shall be great. He's our peace. He's our shield. I will help thee. Lean upon the Lord. Remember, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's all it takes. Realize that time is running out, right? Christ stands at the door and knocks. Open that door. Your father loves you. Find out who he is. Speak the word. Believe you can do all things through Christ. The God of love and peace be with you all. And with that, I'm going to welcome JB in. Come on in, buddy. Hey, what's up, Dr. Mike? Hey, dude, how are you? All right, how are you doing? Uh, I'm a little all over the place, but I'm, I'm here. Hey, it sounded like a great show to me. Good show to me, I think. Yeah, I think your shows are getting better and better. Me too, but I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, Well, you heard it from me. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, it is. A lot of powerful stuff you you, uh, you covered in this message. Yeah, man. And, and it's, uh, you know, we didn't get to Revelation, but it's important that uh, I, I want people to be renewed, uh, renewed strength, and I don't want them to be discouraged with the things going on around the world. Um, yeah, there's a lot to be discouraged about, too. There's a lot going on, and, and it's important that, you know, the next time I'll give a brief history lesson about the Warsaw Pact and the European Union, the Cold War, um, what happened when the Soviet Union crumbled, uh, the unintended consequences, excuse me. And, um, you know, we'll talk about a new European order because um, that's where we're headed, uh, whether you want to believe that or not. Um, the European Union is uh, going to hold a lot of uh, sway in, in the future. Um, and, and everything that's going on with the war right now um, it is it could be the shakeup that that is predicted, right? Yeah, there's there's just a lot of weird stuff going on right now, all at the same time. Yeah, the weird stuff going on in Ukraine with Russia, and um, then you have the the Shanghai lockdowns that I believe I I mentioned we talked about that in previous shows. Yeah, for sure. And there was some alarming things I heard just recently uh, through a podcast that uh, I listen to sometimes, but uh, a friend of mine, he he played the show for me, or part of the show for me, and they were talking about how there was some kind of a leak, talking about a military leak, talking about uh, what's really going on in China and why they're having these lockdowns. 
Really? And that they're... Um, so for anybody listening, uh, if you don't know that the Shanghai ports, Shanghai, the city of Shanghai in China has been locked down since late March. Yeah, it's like total lockdown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's and, and in the ports, there's nothing really going in or out. Right. Most of it, it there's a little bit of uh, traffic, but not much. And uh, it is, um, there was just recently, I heard this leak about about uh, that they're possibly, that they're, they're gearing up for a war. Yeah, could be. And that they're basically repurposing these cargo ships because, I mean, they're... They've been sitting there for months. They're at a standstill. Yeah. yeah. And they're using um, the zero COVID thing as an excuse. Yeah. Because obviously they don't want to, you know, tip their hand and tell people what's really going on. But think about it, though. I mean, if, if you if you want to say, well, you know, what do you know? This sounds like this sounds ridiculous, right? Well, let's just think logically here. Okay, we got we have a powerhouse of a country because they 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 make tons of money off of us. Of course, just basically selling us a lot of junk. Most of it's junk. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but they've put a halt to all of it. Yeah. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, since late March. I mean, you you blame it on, on COVID and everyone buys it. You know, I still get I still get uh, some chuckles out of, you know, when people are complaining about gas prices and then some someone jumps on and feels the need to say, the president has no power yeah. to control the price. Of, yeah. And so there's still a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors. Oh, you know, and yeah. A lot of deception going on. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, you see it too that that people are buying it up and they're eating it because, uh, I mean, I was at work the other day and and I'm in I'm in the parking lot getting ready to leave and somebody's putting a mask on in the parking lot before <laughs> they even walk into the building and I'll just say this that uh, the parking lot is massive where I work yeah. and they're at the way end of it so they had a long way to even get into the building and they're already putting their mask on. And I also want to point out that my job doesn't require you to wear masks. Yeah, well, not not too many do anymore. And it's like, man, like what the heck? People are that. There people are. So, there's so many people that are still living in fear. Yeah, well, it's I, sad. I, I still see people, you know, driving around. I mean, you don't look at them so crazy. The ones driving around by themselves with the masks on. Yeah, I look at them like they're a little crazy. Um, well, they, and the problem is those people don't understand how masks work. Yeah, the masks are. The, I, from what I was told, the masks are meant to protect other people. Right. So why are you wearing that mask in the car all yeah, by yourself? They're protecting themselves. Like, <laughs> protecting uh, themselves from, from themselves? From themselves, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it could be, you know. When, when you jump into what's going on over there, um, you know, Tomorrow's World talks about, um, you know, the prophecy of a 10-nation alliance in Europe uh, that that's going to arise as a dominant world power. Um, particular like in, in trade and finance right so uh, the 10 that could be the 10 individu individual nations or 10 groups of nations that give their power to the one great person who will rise you know that will be supported by a religious institution right so is this an unintended consequence of the the attack in Ukraine uh, a lot of people think that's how it's going to shake out um, could be, could, could not be. Um, I still think though, with all the, with all the stuff that's going on, like, I'm sure you probably heard about the, the trial that just ended with, uh, Sussman, the one, uh, I believe it was the attorney or the lawyer that worked with 
the Clintons and oh, I didn't hear that one. So yeah, so like Clinton, the Clintons, Hillary Clinton's under fire. The whole thing with She'll the get away with it. She's always gets away. Well, the thing is, is I I I do believe that we are still living in Revelation seventeen, mm-hmm. where we're about the world is about to reject the the great whore of uh, the great prostitute of Babylon. And I think we're kind of witnessing that right now. The world is starting to turn on them. They're they're starting to turn on the prostitute. Are you calling Hillary a prostitute? Well, <laughs> it's a the prostitute is a conglomeration yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. And because it, because obviously there's there's too many players right now. Yeah. We can't. I mean, I'm I'm speculating a lot here because I mean, it, but if you just if you stop and think about it critically, think about like the end times and the false prophet and the antichrist at that time there's basically just going to be one leader correct well we got a whole group of people that right. are trying to run the world right right cuz you have the world economic forum you have klaus schwab who's like the he's the leader of that yeah then you have the yuval um Noah Harari, that guy, yeah, he's the lead advisor. You know, I just listened to him, not to cut you off. No, but, go ahead. But him saying that, you know, how he's discounting the Bible already and yep. all the religions, and he's predicting that any type of religion can come out of. He was talking about Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. and like how how they can just how there's um, that religion can be shaped to whatever people want it to be. Uh, with no yes. fire and brimstone, you know, God, you know. I, uh, I I think, I urge everyone to keep your eyes on that man because a lot of people have been, and, and you can't, we don't really know for a fact, but we eventually the evil one will be revealed to everybody. Right. But uh, but it's wise, like, every, every, people are stuck on like Donald Trump, they're stuck on Obama, Yeah. but listen closely to what's going on and what people are saying because... Um, Yuval, am I getting his name right? Yuval Noah Harari, is that it's his name? Close enough. Yeah. So he's ba- he's the lead advisor to Klaus Schwab right. of the World Economic Forum. He's been like hailed as like a prophet, um, which is interesting. Very interesting buzzword there. Keyword. Yeah. Keep yeah. that in mind. And he's been praised by the likes of Obama, by the likes of uh, I think Pelosi, um, and some others. I forget their names offhand, yeah. but. Um, but yeah, and he and he's publicly denouncing the Bible. He's publicly saying he's saying that these religions are are fairy tales and that they're they're obsolete. And then and like Dr. Mike just said, that he's saying that eventually, you know, religions will new religions will arise from technology. Uh, and we well, we could share the links in in the description if people want to check out the video because he said it. I mean, this yeah. is stuff that came out of his mouth publicly on film. Right. So I urge you to keep your eyes on him and, and what he's saying, because um, it's interesting that he's being hailed as a prophet by some people. Yeah. And he's speaking uh, blasphemy. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very interesting. And and uh, um, yeah, I mean, the guy kind of like came out of nowhere. Well, yeah. And, and if you if you if you read a little bit about his bio, he was a, he's a historian. Right. And what made him blow up was a book that he put out, I guess, uh, what, several years ago? What's that book? Do you know? Oh. The, I, didn't, I didn't read that. I didn't know he had it. I forget the title now. Something in the 21st century. Yeah. 
I don't know, but he he basically recapped like all the relig- the world religions within the in 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 history within like a four hundred page book. Yeah, but yeah, so so he's definitely someone you want to keep an eye on. But what I was getting at before is there's too many players on the board, so something's going to happen. Well, we know there's going to be a shakeup in the world, and you know there's going to be. Uh, figures you know leaders on different sections of the world that are all going to give allegiance to one overall um person but the leaders themselves and the shakers um that that's like a chessboard that's moving right you know what i mean so um the, this one person is going to have control over the several leaders that are in position over the the sections of the world um but we'll get into that too yeah yeah uh, you know, and that's the thing with the the European Union. Um, you know, a lot of people think that uh, for the, there has to be a strong church associated with uh, a unified Europe. Um, so the stronger the presence of the church, uh, they feel a more unified European Union uh, will be right. So um, you, you know, look at look at the past Roman Catholic and, and Eastern Orthodox. Um, they're waiting for this religious revival to be a great reset is, is what uh, you think is going to happen that could bring both churches and, and the people closer politically. So that, that union is very uh, important, and that's why you're going to see this rise of Antichrist and the rise of this new religion and the ties from that religious leader um yeah it's gonna bring about a more unified hey this makes sense we're all you know what i mean the this guy has all the answers and this religion supports that and he's demanding we do this religion it's all gonna make sense do you think that the uh the roman empire will rise again well it's it's some people believe that well it's it's predicted that you know the roman empire uh a resurfaced roman we're gonna get into that. Yeah, I mean, some people say it never really died down. It never, yeah, it's kind of like the. Uh, so, like, this is a whole other can of worms. But like the Nazis, like a lot of people believe that the Nazis were no more, but the Nazis are alive and well, and they're they're yeah strong. Yeah, and and we're gonna talk about also when we further into Revelation as we get as we get in there. Um, you know when we talk about Islam and Judaism and Christianity and the differences there and, um, you know, the connection with, you know, Christianity differs from who they believe, you know, who we believe Christ is, Christ the Messiah, was Christ the Son of God? Well, uh, Judaism is still waiting for their Messiah. Right. Islam's waiting for their Messiah, uh, which, you know... um, I think the rise of this, they're all looking for a global powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, and the rise of Antichrist, I believe, is going to unite these two religions um, because now they're going to say, hey, here's what we've been waiting for, and this is what's been prophesied, and this is who he says he is. Um, because yeah. We, I think there's going to be a ton of deception that way. Well, do you... Um, so. Do you, do you remember the uh, the whole Left Behind series? Of course, yeah, awesome series. I recommend so they, everybody reads that. They kind of use not not to pick on the Catholic Church, but they they kind of use the Catholic Church as like they're pointing to that that was going to be what the the tool of the enemy. 
Could be. We don't know. Like the you the know. one the one guy, um, uh, the the pontiff or whatever, he became yeah, yeah. like the false prophet. And, right. And you know, but I'm I'm gonna tell you right now though. This let this be a wake up call because I mean I used to be Catholic many years ago, and I don't have any you know, I don't have any grievances with Catholics or anything. But uh, there was not that long ago, within the last few years or so. <clears throat> The Pope put out some interesting statements that I think are disturbing. Uh, basically, making claims that all religions, you know, point to the same God, and we all worship the same God. Well, there's a theory floating out there. Not to cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. There's a theory that all the religions are, uh, you know, th- there's a line of thinking that say, you know, that one God is called something different by a lot of yeah. different religions. But we know that that's false. Right. So. And so the, the 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 disturbing thing here is that this is coming from someone with the authority of a pope that's right. making these statements that he's trying to unify the world. And that to me, when I heard when I read those statements, when I heard those statements, I was like, that's alarming. Right. The, these are the signs of the times, people. You know what I mean? Because now you have it's almost like they're they're setting the stage. Well, they absolutely are. They're putting it out there. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, you know, they're they're pooling everyone together. They're saying we're worship, we're all worshiping the same God. We're not worshiping the same God. If you think about the the personalities of God, Jehovah, Jehovah God, and Allah, they're nothing alike. Right. There, there no, there's no way they're the same God. Mm-hmm. Um, Jehovah, he he longs for a personal relationship. Jesus Christ, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to have a personal relationship with his people. Someone that, you know, we can go to him anytime and and ask for help, ask for comfort. Find another God that does that. Yeah. All the other gods in the world, they're all based on works. Yeah. Like, well, I have to do this, or this God will be angry. Right. Or I have to do that, or I won't won't get into heaven. It's very legalistic. It's all earning your way. Yes. Yeah, and, and un, until you realize that it's your 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 way has been uh, atoned for. You know, your sin has been atoned for, uh, and it's a gift. It's like it's almost it's. I don't want to say it's impossible because it's not impossible, but it is extremely hard to be a Christian in this world, especially if you're a public figure, especially someone like the Pope, or or a political figure, anything, because. Christianity and the world hates this. Let me tell you, Christianity is exclusive. Oh yeah, and you know, you know how the, you know how the world feels about exclusive, especially oh, yeah. when they're when, when they're preaching the tolerance, tolerance for everything and everybody. Yeah, and it's and Christianity is extremely exclusive. I mean, Jesus Christ said so himself. He said the the road to heaven is extremely narrow. Mm-hmm. The path to heaven, the path to destruction, is very wide. Yeah. And a lot of people don't find the the path to heaven and 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 uh, to salvation because it's very narrow. Well, what you're going to see is a great divide among people. And, and dude, look at the last two years of the division in this country alone. We've had racial issues. We have gender issues. We have now we have Dr. Pepper going on online there and saying if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't go out to dinner with your people that are. Uh, vaccinated yeah there's a clear division on on trying to divide um it's not going to be difficult for someone to step on the scene and say 
these people over here are evil. These people over here are outcasts. Yeah. And, and these are the enemy. And it's getting worse, too, because uh, just recently, uh, within the last day or so, I think it was the other day, I saw this headline that uh, I can't remember which city it was, but there was these two cops that there was this cop that shot a black man right as he was raising his hands. Yeah. And then they handcuffed him and dragged him while he was dead or while he was dying. Hmm. So, and you can't tell me, I, you know, I know we don't really talk, we don't do conspiracies on this show, but you yeah. can't tell me that this is not being set up. Uh, yeah. I mean, these stories are getting worse and worse. They're yeah. getting re- more and more ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's, I, I, I just, I feel like, I'm not saying these things aren't really happening, but I feel like they're paying someone to do this stuff. Yeah, which very much could be. Because I, they they shot a guy and then dragged him as he was dying. Like yeah. who who does that in the in the United States? Uh, unless there's something being orchestrated here. It, it's crazy. It's crazy the the, the level. Um, you know, and Isaiah talked about it. Um, you know about you know. You, you, you look at the end times and you look at um, the evil is going to be, co- you know, the bad things are going to be considered good and the good things are going to be considered evil. And that's what you're witnessing now is this switch of, um, you know, look at, look at that lady. Who is that? That, that uh, political figure that, you know, raised the opposition to, uh, the thief that comes into your house and you don't have the right to defend yourself now because that thief or that robber who's taking your stuff needs it more than you do. So you have no recourse, but to just let them take it and, and, and looking for ways to punish you for protecting you. Wow. Yeah. It's out of control. I really. didn't hear about this at all. Oh this yeah. I'll huge. give you her name offline. Wow. Um, but it's, you know, it's a, you can't, you can't do anything now anymore. Yeah. Um, it's it's perverse. Right. It's a it's it's a perverted society. Right. And when I say that, I'm I'm speaking in regards to like um like Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. That old that yeah, old yeah. book, where everything Ray is Bradbury. Every yeah. everything is backwards now. Yeah. Like it, it it's just totally insane. That's a good book, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah, I recommend that. Um. Yeah, but it's you know, and, and as we look at this distraction and. We we talked about this before. Is what's going on while we're being distracted with this division crap? Like who's slapping who at the Oscars and what what conference did we not get? You know the conferences <laughs> going on over in Dubai yeah, exactly, about yeah. you know world one world uh, one world uh, government and one world control. Sure. Um, like even the obsession with the whole Johnny Depp and, and yeah, yeah, Amber yeah. Heard. I don't care about that. Yeah, so what else? I don't is care going about on? their divorce and their and their um, yeah. drama. And they kept covering it as if this is like some. You know, that's well, how you know it's sleight of hand. Exactly. That's yeah. how you know what's what is. That's when you got to keep asking yourself what is really going on because yeah. that is nonsense news. Right. I mean, you know. What are, what's really going on behind the scenes? What are they really doing? And there's a lot. There's a lot that's going on. Nobody's talking about the the. Nobody's talking about the lockdowns in China, right? And nobody's talking about how in this country, 
it's ironic how our food food places our, our food storages and everything's burning down yeah and it's, and it's coincidentally it's coincidentally not just last time i talked about it it was 25 of them and they're continuously burning down it's yeah not, just them yeah just yeah. here yeah. There must, there's like a magnet or something in these planes and you know yeah, whatever because yeah. there was a plane a plane that crashed into one of them and they blew up and then yeah, there yeah. was just our food places yeah other yeah. others like burned down only the food processing plants you know right coincidentally right so that's the next you know and you talk and we'll talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse and getting into that when we talk about um you know the pestilence and, and the um, the wide scale pandemics going on. Um, we're going to talk about that. We'll, we'll get into that pale riders. Um, but it's all, it's all being painted right in front of us. And sometimes it's like amazing to just see it. And you're like, nah, man, like it, it's just unbelievable that it's, it's coming to a world where as a believer, you know, that this is told is going to happen, but now you're seeing it. Right, and then to the unbeliever that has no idea what has been foretold here, and they're looking at it like, oh, you know, what's going on, and you know, oh yeah, maybe that's it's, you know, all of a sudden the world in two years flipped upside down, and it's it's total chaos here now, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you heard about, I'm sure, the new scare with the whole monkey monkey pox. pox. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a new one. Did you know that uh, what I heard? Now, what I heard from uh, a couple of sources was that uh, that it's actually one of the side effects, possibly, of the vaccines. I've heard that, too. Yeah. I've and that they're that. trying to cover it up by saying it's like this new thing, but it's really just like smallpox. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah yep. I've heard that, too. Um, and it, 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 it's... It, I, don't, I don't even know how to, to address the, the monkeypox yet. Uh, but it's another fear. It's another uh, um, message of fear for everyone to worry about. You know, we, we haven't gone. You, know, you look at the 80s and you had AIDS come on the scene and it was a huge deal. Um, Magic Johnson somehow still alive. Uh, he's had HIV for, uh, what, 20 years now. He's got the uh, money to, to yeah. afford the medications. Yeah. The medications so, are insane. You know, how much they cost. Yeah. But I mean... Uh, the the disease widespread and, and disease epidemic uh even now they're talking about biological terrorism and bio you know the next you know some of the higher ups are saying that the next phase of the, of the virus is going to be bio bio uh it, it's going to be engineered um so there's a lot going on but you know it's predicted that you know the world is going to go through all this stuff yeah um, like and, the wars and rumors of wars yeah. tons of it and and it's you know so we don't know uh, all we see is what's put on the stage we don't see what's going on behind the curtain so you you see that this is all being set up uh and, and now our you know have a war over here so now inflation and and our food's going down now over here our food storages are burning magically to the ground now we have uh uh, the bird flu and we have to eliminate all the chickens now we have yep. you know next there'll be water and then it'll, it's, it's just going to keep going on and on and on um but you know the christians at this at this point are are encouraged and you know you're not given a spirit of fear we talked about that and it's at these times you are to look up because our redemption is drawing nigh so 
you find it suspicious that like none of these like swamp creatures seem to ever like get sick <laughs> yeah you know like it's it's right. been rumored for a long time that they've had the cure for cancer they had the cure for all There's these no different diseases yeah. yeah um and you and you got these you got people people die from cancer all the time right but why don't these swamp creatures ever die from this stuff yeah, you don't hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you got to watch it with me because I'll jump down all kinds of rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, but like, take for example, like George Soros, that freaking goblin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been around forever now since like the World War, you know, two era. I mean, that's when he, that's when he, that's when his quote unquote claim to fame started. Right. You know, getting wealthy off of his own people by ratting them out. Huh? Um, yeah, that's how he gained his wealth uh, initially. Um, what a, what a character, huh? Full of integrity. Um, yeah, I mean, these people, they, they, don't, they don't get sick, apparently, I guess. They just keep on living and living, and they're yeah. trying to figure out ways to live forever. Yeah. Um, and then it makes you wonder, so how are, they, how are they doing this? Why are they not getting sick? Do they have something that we don't know about? And, th and then you think about, you know, the, the, uh, the people with the money that are, you know, our food storages are burning down yet. Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. Oh yeah. And, and you know, his ties to the, the epidemic. Uh, oh, he's got some really yeah. disturbing That's, plans. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. They want to grow fake food. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, and then they want to put stuff in the food. Uh, the one rumor was that, um, he wanted to eventually grow like lettuce and, and produce in labs, uh, and and have somehow have it where the vaccine is a part of the plant. Yeah, that's, that's scary stuff. These are these crazy, evil, mad scientists yeah. that are trying to rule the world. And yeah, we talked about you know, ten years ago when the the RFID was implanted under your skin, and now they've got them implanting behind your ear mm -hmm. and they can tap into your neurological center and control your thoughts control your yeah it's scary stuff man uh <laughs> we could go down rabbit holes <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is you know uh as christians we know we know what the book says about what's coming we know um what the end of the story is we know i mean the things going on now are like hey i can't believe it's actually happening yeah because we're seeing it you know it's not something that and that's why i don't want to uh, originally i wanted to avoid certain topics but i i decided i don't want to avoid these topics because i know sometimes it's easy to get written off as uh, a conspiracy theorist as a wacko as a wacko yeah. As like, but you know what though? You know, Jesus Christ said, "I didn't come to this world to bring peace. I came to bring a sword." Right. So, if you listening, if you're listening to this show and you're understanding this message, then great. You know, but one thing we didn't understand is is that people there's going to be a lot of people that won't accept the truth. Right. They'll reject the truth, and it's not our job to decide what to say and what not to say based on being worried about whether someone wants to listen to this show or not. Right. You know, we're going to, we're going to just talk about what's going on. And if you don't like it, then I that's, mean, that's, you, that's your decision. You can turn the show off, yeah, but the bottom line is these things are happening and it's hard to accept. Yeah. It's, it's, it would be easier for us to lie to ourselves and tell us this fairy tale, you know, about how these world leaders care about us and they, they, they have our best interest in mind. Yeah. But we see it. We see the evidence. If you go open up your eyes, you can see the evidence on a daily basis that they don't care about us one bit. 
the bottom line is that they feel the the earth is overpopulated. So yeah, uh, they come another, right out and say it. That's another rabbit hole we could jump. They down all to. they all but yeah. say it. And uh, there was I I I don't want to bring this up now because I don't have all the information or the links uh, okay. to get to it. But in another country, there was some kind of a conference, and they were basically saying they came right out and said it that people have to die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all but saying it now. They're pretty much coming right out with it. Yeah. And it's almost like we're at the point now where I guess people are so brainwashed that it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Well, pretty soon they'll be like, yeah, you know what? We have to get rid of people. Yeah. That's how it starts. Yeah. So It's if, really wild. If you're told that over and over and over. And then, you know, like I said, I, th I think, you know, the last generation of, a, of opposition, they're waiting to just die off. And you've got this new up and coming generation that are being told from now, from from you know age five and and even younger, you know, to believe one way and think one way. And hey, if you don't like being a boy, you can be a girl. And, and um, in California now, it's mandated your kids can't even go to school unless they're vaccinated from age five. And I mean, there goes that freedom. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, but the, the whole obsession, too, with the whole overpopulating thing, I don't know about other parts of the world, but in the United States, that's actually not going to be a problem. Yeah. So it's like a complete, utter lie. Because actually, uh, from what I just recently I either heard it or I think I read it, um, actually, there's not not a lot of people are having kids anymore. Yeah. Well, I ever read, I've done some research on that too. So what do you think is going to happen in the next you know, 20 yeah. to 50 years? You're not, you're going to have significantly smaller generations. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and that's tied to, you know, the Chinese, how they're, they're strengthening their dollar, you know, quote unquote dollar and, and you know, how their, their children are, are, are how their families are, are being told you have to have, this many children uh, I mean, the islamic countries they have seven eight children at a time right um and i heard they're still you know, they still have tons and tons of kids yeah so it's uh you know the the next the next level uh the next army is, is being bred and, and being programmed right now and, and uh it, it's scary stuff for sure but you know like i said as christians you remember you, you feel bad for um, for what's going to happen to the world, but you remember that the promises in Christ, you know, and uh, you look for his return and you pray for those that are lost and, and you, you know, more than ever get the message out. Um, I, I think God's drawing a line in the sand and, and it's like, hey, you know, it's um, it's time, you know, everyone's got yeah. that 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 decision to make in their life, so. And going back to what you said during the show before I before I joined you, um, the about you know God is in control of everything. So yeah. like when you're going through something in life, a trial, a tribulation, and you think you can't get over it or get out of it, well, you know God is in control of everything. Right. And this is why I constantly stress like the New Testament. Don't get me wrong, the New Testament is very crucial. And if you're a new Christian, you should definitely focus right now on the New Testament. Yeah. Um, but. Don't neglect the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, it shows you story after story throughout the Old Testament how God rescued his people. Right. That God would say, look, you, you guys disobeyed me and this is why you're going through this. But if you turn to me, 
right. and you ask for forgiveness, I will heal your land and I will bring you back to to the where we were and you will be at peace. And in other words, God is in control of everything. And time after time after he did he kept his promises that people time after time would slowly turn away again. You know, they would and, turn away yeah. and and God would be angry and because yeah. of that they would get ransacked, they would get uh taken into captivity, right. uh thrown into slavery. Yeah. But when they got to the point where they were truly sorry and they repented to the Lord, God would hear them and he would bring them back to him. Yeah. And he would bring them back to another period of peace. God is in control of everything. I can't say that enough. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mike, you said that earlier in the show. I yeah. really liked that segment. I the, the whole show is great, but that one really stood out to me. And I wanted to uh, yeah. I wanted to retouch on that because so often we feel like we get we get caught in the mix of of some kind of hardship in life and we think that we're just on this island all by ourselves and what was me god is not really in control yeah. of anything and oh man like how am i going to get through this and that's when you you know need to be in prayer and talk with jesus the most yeah uh because you're not alone and god has conquered the world jesus has conquered the world yeah that's my favorite scripture i've overcome the world that's my favorite one um but as I look at our our, our meter, here, are we are we we're a little close? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, I guess. Uh, I'll close this out in prayer. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, you know, Proverbs twenty seven says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another." We are to lean on each other and become iron men and iron women for each other. Right? You join that band of brothers and you boldly declare the Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 9, 26. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. So we, we pray that uh, we're not ashamed, right? Father God, your word tells us not to lean on our own understanding. Uh, it's difficult sometimes uh, to flee from fear and doubt but you have not given us a spirit of fear. You've given us power, love, and a sound mind. Forgive us for not making the right decisions on our journey and rescue us from being lost. Bind truth and charity around our necks and help us to daily transform our minds, to guard and protect ourselves. Help us realize that we are in control of our thoughts and actions, our attitudes and our outlook. Although there may be pain at night, joy comes in the morning. May the listeners of this podcast be blessed and encouraged and let them realize you already overcame this world. Let them realize their value. In Christ's name, amen. With amen. that, my man, um, I think next time we'll jump back into Revelation and <laughs> train go, go forward. Right? We'll do Revelation 2 next time. All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. And remember, the tonguespeakslife.com. We'll see you next time.